Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hey-o. Funbox Monster Podcast. I'm Tristan. I am Matt Awkward. And we're going to be doing the 1989 classic? It's my pick, so yes. Classic. Uh, Dead Pit. Or or the Dead Pit. Or the Dead Pit, if you will. I can't figure out. The box says Dead Pit. IMDb says The Dead Pit. Yeah. It's, it's it's a dead pit. It's a dead pit. It's one one of many. It's one of a, many dead pits. It's a pit with a lot of dead. Yeah. Um. I don't know what a dead pit is. That's one. That was the one starting problem I had with this movie. Uh. I don't feel like by the end of the movie I knew what a dead pit was either. <laughs> but um. But it's cool. Uh, I can answer this. It is the uh, titular pit in the movie <laughs> that is filled with, with dead. Uh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Now bodies. I think I, okay. All right. Good. For some reason, <laughs> um, yeah, it, I, I guess that's probably true. Uh, this movie is special to me. I, I just recently got it, and uh, it comes in a special uh, special edition tape with a I don't know what you would call it uh, a lumpy cover. I've yes. always just called them lumpy covers. It has it, it has a, a embossed. Uh, em, em, oh my god! Bolden. What is it called? Uh, uh, vacuform. Vacuform cover. That is the name. Sure. And it's got light up uh, zombie eyes. You press a button and the eyes light up. And I can't remember if it makes a sound, but I don't think it does. I think it just lights up. Well, either way, mine's dead. So I ordered some batteries, <laughs> uh, which cost me a whopping $2.80 with shipping nice. for 10 of them. Um, so I, if <laughs> okay. I get it to work, I'm going to have light up, light up dead pit eyes for, for life. For eternity. That's so exciting. Um, and I used to rent this, and I always remember playing with those stupid eyes at the oh, of uh, course. pharmacy in Sp- Sanford. So it, yeah. was ni- it was nice to actually hold that vacuum-formed goodie and yeah. uh, feel <laughs> that again. And um, yeah, I just remember liking this movie back in my youth because yeah. of the light-up eyes. And I remember liking it in high school because for some reason she gets prison-issue uh, bikini. Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah, after watching this movie... I remember I, liking that in my, my high school year. <laughs> I can say one thing. It has a really good cover. Yeah. That's what I will say after watching this film. <laughs> uh, it's Apparently, according to trivia, that cover did extremely well with oh, its rentals. I would um, imagine it, it killed. Yep. It's a great cover. It's great. It really is. I mean, there. I'm shocked that there were so few of these. That there's, you know, the Frankenhooker, that one, uh, the Breeders. Oh, that one talked. Yep, Breeders was a vacuum form. Uh, the Talking Franks didn't have any lumpies. No, I don't Bleeders think. was the wasn't oh, that the Bleeders? That's got the yes. That's the the sack of blood on the cover. Yes, there was also a, a Breeders remake in the late '90s, Ooh, uh, early okay. 2000s that also had a vacuum form big breeder creature on it. Yeah, okay, I've got cool. the, I've got the um, the Bleeders blood bag though. I've got that one, and it's nice. still uh, it's still flowing. <laughs> It hasn't dried up. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Gimmick boxes. Yeah, so good. This, movie's, uh, this movie is very well done in certain ways. Very clearly a very competent director who clearly went to film school and has, like, some stuff behind him. Mm-hmm. He's using, like, techniques. He's got, like, lots of directorial stuff under his belt, clearly. Uh, there's a lot of... Um Lots of Dutch angles, <laughs> lots of lots of that kind of Argento lighting, yeah, purple lighting oh, and stuff. So that scenes that look great in this. Some of the backlighting is so good. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, the the set where where it takes place, the awesome. abandoned hospital looks. I'm I'm a big sucker for abandoned uh, mental homes and stuff like that. Always. So yeah, I like the I like the environment. 
Yep. Uh, it's got some great um, Godzilla-style miniature work <laughs> near the end. That's uh, Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Commendable? Yeah. Let's, let's call it commendable. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I thought it was great. Um, Music's cool? It is a very boring movie. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no way that. around it. You can't escape There's it. no way around it. This it, movie I, but, 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 is boring. It's boring for the first half, I should say. I feel it picks up in the, in the second. I, I or feel, picks up in the last third, at least. It's weird. I feel like it has a strong intro. Like, you, you're kind of like, I think I know where this is going. And then it doesn't go there for the, like, the, the second half of the movie is just kind of nothing. It then just you goes get to zombies. bed for a while. Yep. Then you just wind up with zombies in your third act. And it's like, And by okay. zombies, we're talking like a hundred zombies. Yeah, like that big, cool. big Night of the Living Dead oh, style yeah. zombies. Some big effect stuff. Some big, some big makeup work. Yep. Some cool things. Um, yeah. Overall, yeah, it's a mixed bag. It's a mixed bag. It's a movie that's definitely worth seeing, but yeah, it's not gonna... Yeah, this is gonna be weird. This may this may be the worst podcast we've ever done, so let's try this, because this one is... I picked it. No, no, no. I'm, it's just, it's very difficult for me. Like, I look I at thinking, my notes, I, and I, I was like, I, I almost, runs, screams, I, I, screams, runs. <laughs> I, for the second time, took my notes and then left them on my couch. Um, our, so our format may make this difficult, but let's get started and just see what happens. All right, so the the one thing about this movie starts off real, real strongly bad for me with a late edit. It's just like it's a guy sitting on a bed waiting for his cue, and then as soon as the camera comes in, you can basically tell someone just yelled action, and then he starts acting crazy, yeah. <laughs> and you've got a good like one point five seconds of him staring at the at the window waiting for his cue. Before we get to the before we even get to that uh, the first <laughs> opening shot, I love because we get the sign of where we are, which yes. is I forgot my notes. State home for the mentally yeah. ill. That's it. That's yep. what the sign says. It's a total um, Winorski. Uh, Winorski, hard to die oh, sign. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep, and uh, and then I was I was watching it. I, I was kind of playing MST3K with myself and just like uh, watching the people do the crazy. Be like, oh, this guy's crazy because he does this. Yes, and then he gets guy's... to the next guy and he's like, have the doctor hold my calls. And it's like, oh, that guy's crazy because he, he does, does that. that. Yeah, this was <laughs> this movie had that like like bad acting 101. Like somebody grabs like, one thing and it's just like it's like a haunted house. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like. I'm I'm the guy that has the cat. Do you want to pet my cat? <laughs> uh, you know, like I'm the guy that tries to sell carrots. I'm the guy that carrots, sir. I'm the guy that keeps slow dancing to <laughs> Slimbleton. Yeah, it's oh yeah, it's a thing. You know, it's it's, it's central casting for the um, cliched mental home yeah, crowd. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Very, very. Have you seen my cat man? <laughs> my cat man was pretty classic. Uh, so you know, we get this. We get this soap opera camera right next to a window. Look, looks like Garth Marenghi's dark place kind of thing, uh, and and they're very solemn up against this window and backlit. I can't cover for you anymore, Colin. You what, never could. <laughs> what you're doing has. What you're doing to them has to stop. Yeah. And uh, and so, evil doctor. Good doctor, goodish doctor. Good the doc. Our good doctor probably has known what he's been doing for a while at this point. Yep, and he's so, saying I can't cover for you anymore. So he has been covering for a bunch of atrocities, clearly. But it's, but what? Like when once he follows him down there and he sees it, he's like, oh my god, and he's surprised. Like was he covering for something that was like less? You see, evil that's than what that? I thought. What I what I originally thought was that this guy is not really all that culpable. He was like, oh, I'm covering for you, but he thought that he was covering for like some sort of 
Oops, the patient just, died in a surgery, but or, no, he actually got no. carried downstairs to the dead pit. Or I thought it was more like, oh, I'm I'm like actually conducting experiments, but they're not like murder experiments or you okay. know operation experiments. Yeah. He thought he was just doing like I don't know conditioning experiments or okay. something. But either way, he is definitely culpable for this. Um, and so we have this this thing. Uh, basically, we get the the picture of Doctor Evil. His it's doc, the evil doctor is Doctor Ramsey. Ramsey, and, and the good doctor is Doctor Swan. I've just been calling him Doctor Dead Pit in my notes because <laughs> I didn't catch his name. So uh, they only say it once or twice. It's it's weird. Yeah, uh, they, when he confesses that he knew about the guy at the end, I think it might be one of the only two times we hear Ramsey's oh, okay. name. Uh, it was Doctor Colin Ramsey, I believe. So, okay. so either way, Swan tells Ramsey he can't cover them for them anymore. They kind of sept, go their own ways. Yep. Ramsey goes into <laughs> a cell of a crazy person. And he's backlit like he's in a wasp video. Like <laughs> straight up like smoke behind him and a big backlight. Yep. And Ramsey gets a little... Uh, what do they call it? Like a lobotomy pick? Like one of those I, I brain just thought it was like an ice the, pick. Like something it's, you it's just... It's something that's used for lobotomies where they go in really? the eye like that. Okay. That's, what, that's what he's doing. So he's going into yep. the eye to basically Cranial lobotomize this crazy yeah. person, throws him over his shoulder, and walks down a, the green lit smoky spiral yeah. um, Crypt Keeper staircase down into the dead pit room. And the <laughs> yes. dead pit room is covered in um, haunted house stuff like skulls. <laughs> And rats. Rats. And it's like, it's straight medieval looking yeah. everything. Yeah. And this is under the, um, I don't know if it was abandoned at the time, because this was 20 years ago from our main story right now, this prologue. Yes. Here. So I don't know if this place was abandoned, but this is, I think let's this just is like, it is. I think this is just like Lovecraft shit where it's yeah. like the building was built on top of these catacombs yeah. where the ancient stuff happened and really bad things happened back then and now we're summoning that and that spirit and by here's my problem now. with this movie we never find out why that's there like who built that place what is I it would for have, i would have killed for so, uh, the thing that bugs me is that it was clearly set up that it was some sort of a cult thing and there's an altar thing set up there's and everything. an altar yep. and his the first the eyeball victim and the, and has the an, symbols has, and everything yeah, on his he's chest got carved, some shit in. carved yep. into his chest so we never find out why though no we never find out why and uh so basically dr swan follows um ramsey down with this patient discovers all the skulls and the rats and the blood and the and the yep. titular dead pit where we find out that there's tons of bodies in this yes. hole. So this has been going on forever. Yep. And then he, uh, Ramsey, <laughs> Swan, yes. says, yep. you can't kill me. You can't stop this. Yep. And Swan's like, yeah, I can. And yep. shoots him square in the forehead. And he falls into the dead pit. So He falls into the dead pit. Uh, so and then we flash forward twenty years later. So that's our prologue. We've got yeah. this. But oh, before we flash forward, and this is an important point I want to get oh, to God. later on too. I so I'm it's so important. <laughs> I can't uh, wait. <laughs> so after Swan kills Ramsey, he falls in the pit. Uh, Swan goes to cover up the tracks, so nobody ever finds about this thing. So the way to get to the dead pit is through this wooden pantry closet. So Swan takes some drywall mud and seals this all up and. 
Uh, apparently that's good enough to seal up the hole so nobody ever finds it. Like, uh, this unfinished mud putty you woodwork. See, you see this thing happen and you're like, oh, he's going to cover it up. He's going to back a cement truck in here yeah. and just fill the whole thing in or set it on fire or do something, mm-hmm. you know. There's a bunch of corpses here. This is a big fucking deal. Yeah. You're like, okay, what's he going to do? And he grabs a trowel and some <laughs> joint compound and he's like, like, also, just if it's mildly humid, that's just going to crack and fall off. Also, there was a trail of blood leaving, leading all the way from the hospital where you grab the schizo across that's the fine. yard, down the stairs. I, I guess Swan cleaned all that up. Nobody yeah, followed that blood trail that. to the... Um, speckled wall <laughs> yeah no it's fine <laughs> so um so that is effectively how swan sealed the dead pit room with yep. drywall putty forever Na- forever <laughs> <laughs> now we flash forward 20 years and uh take it away no keeper oh god so uh our flash forward do 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 it's a bus right with, oh uh, but also we get the so there is a difference did we mention that, the the two different title cards that we get for the title? Oh, yeah, because I watched this on tape, and I watched this on Amazon Prime. And on I Amazon, watched it on Prime. And so. on Prime, we got little intestines making the, the yeah, name Yeah, it looks like movie. a Cannibal Corpse logo yeah. or something. It's like fingers and, and like bones and, butthead and joints. Font. And, yeah, also in Beavis and Butthead font. And on the tape, it is the same font as the box cover. Yeah. Weird. So weird. Anyway. I did not notice any other variations in the versions. Huh. Well, okay, so... Just throwing that out there. It's so neat, right, you guys? Totally. (laughs) 20 years later. All right. A group of disturbed-looking women are being transported in some sort of pseudo-prison van. They're disturbed because they're staring off into space with unlit cigarettes in their And they're crying, and, like, there's there's much weeping and gnashing of teeth, uh, and they're being brought to the the institution. Uh, There's, like... We cut into the hallway right afterwards, and there's just unsupervised patients wandering around on like. I'm crazy because I'm doing this thing. Right, but they're also like on the marble staircases and like oh, all yeah. these things that are just like, really? Oh, don't get me started on the security in this place. It's bad, 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 bad security. <laughs> it's in this it's place. just as bad as bad dreams. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Hey, um, let's go to that unlocked storeroom downstairs that we can get to by crawling through this unopened vent through our hallway, yeah. getting out of our unlocked cells quickly to the scalpel storage warehouse. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So we're introduced to our protagonist, who is going by Jane Doe because she was picked up with no name and yep. she doesn't remember her past. She's. We're told that she's a ward of the state. Uh, and that she's now so so she's committed. She can't leave on her of, of her own free will, uh, and she claims to not be crazy, uh, and that it's just that her memory is gone. Yes, but she didn't lose her memory. No, they were taken. From they were her. taken. That's less crazy. Yes, and so she's she's basically like. She has a real strong Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street vibe. She going looks on. exactly it's like Nancy. From shocking <laughs> how much she looks like Nancy, um, and so she's she says that she says that line about like they took my memories away, and then the place starts shaking. A giant earthquake starts. An earthquake happens. Yes. And do we know whether she caused the earthquake or whether it was just a natural occurrence? And the answer is. We never find out. Okay, okay, so we, we just don't know. But it's it, it plays it off because she starts screaming and the earthquake happens. Right. But the, and she starts screaming about how the people in the, down, in the basement need help. The yes. people down yeah, yeah, below yeah. need help. So she's got this weird psychic connection, I guess, to all the 
dead pit people. The people under the floor need help. Uh, and then it cuts to the cellar. And and, and and we see the seal get broken. Yes. <laughs> that's right. The seal of the joint compound. They talk about the seal being broken later. And that's the and joint that's the compound. That's the only thing I can it's, figure out right. is the joint compound is the seal. That's... <laughs> Oh, God. Alistair Crowley talked about using joint compound to keep demons yes. in the cellar, right? Um, yeah, we so that's fun. We Yogg-Sakoth and put it over some white mud. Yep. Uh, we see Dr. Deadpit open the door, and, and then it cuts back to her. She's constantly waking up from dreams, where she's constantly waking up from things that aren't dreams, too. Like they're constantly waking her with, up and being like, "Oh boy, I just had a dream," and it's like, "Oh no, but that event actually happened." Yeah, but that's another thing with Doctor Deadpit is later on he's chasing her. She sees him. Other people see him. Other people get killed by him. Right. And then then he's chasing her, and other people don't even. They say like, "We didn't even see him." It just keeps bending yeah. the rules. Like he teleports. The, he's a big. He's a big um, Michael Myers standing outside looking in the window yeah. enthusiast. Uh, <laughs> yes, he does that several times. Does, yep. <clears throat> but yeah, we we don't get any clear. <laughs> that's a big problem I have with this movie is that we don't get any clear no. rules. Why Doctor Deadpit is even doing what he's doing? We don't find out what religious things he was doing in that altar, what the symbols no. meant, what books and he was reading, what any and, and, you, th- and you think you're, you think you're going to get this info yeah. later on. You're not. The worst part of it is later on when it's like, I'm skipping way to the end here, but when you finally see him, like, actually like, aha, now we're going to know what happens. Yeah. He's just dicking around with this guy's brain and he's like, now I can make him laugh. (laughs) Laugh. (laughs) Now I can make him sad. It's like, it's like he's fucking around with him like an acting exercise where he's like, now pretend you're frying bacon. (laughs) Really ridiculous. So, uh... Now she's going to meet with Dr. Swan, the, the yep. doctor who killed... 20 years ago, he killed Dr. Deadpit. killed Dr. Deadpit. I'm just going to call him that too now. Yeah, it's, it's way easier. It's a fun name, actually. But Dr. Deadpit is pretty great. Um, I copyright so, that shit. <laughs> he wants to treat her for her amnesia, and she's like, you can't treat me for amnesia because my brain was taken away. <laughs> and so she says her head was cut open and her memories were taken out, mm-hmm. and it gives him a little flash he has a little little moment where he's like oh, that sounds a lot like what happened in the cellar i guess you can see a little thing cross his face okay a tiny little shadow crosses his face where you you can see you can see him kind of go mm, and then he he recovers he should have just flashed back to the first victim with the head open with the needles i liked the subtle um but but it's too subtle because i didn't it, notice it, it and i notice everything good point um so uh he's like we're gonna go do hypnosis tomorrow for now why don't you just walk unsupervised around the grounds that have no (laughs) gates and probably a giant highway out there Uh, they do have a fence okay good they do have a fence good yeah yeah yeah. i tore the facility okay good (laughs) so they they she walks around and we see a scary hand that's it scary hand (laughs) and then back to the common area where everybody's doing their their little haunted house I'm crazy because I'm doing this (laughs) we get to meet uh, Uh, Kristen yes we we meet hunky Chris and I think this guy is great he's pretty good as an actor I I think he totally sells his character Uh, he's got charm and charisma and none of his acting seems forced it's just a good performance all around I think think he's pretty great I meant to look him up to see if he's anything else I forgot to I think um, I think our main character is awesome as well I think that she she has moments of terrible acting 
she definitely botches some lines. She has uh, absolutely, but also she is putting in such a physically demanding performance. Mm-hmm. She is crying and screaming. Yep. Uh, you know, at least 45% of this movie and with retakes and all that, it's got to be just hours and hours mm, every day of just like falling down, screaming, all this shit. And in your underwear. And in and in your underwear. <laughs> and the thing that blew me away about her, because she's like, obviously like model good looking. She's mm-hmm. gorgeous, gorgeous. It's like, oh, okay, you know, she's going to ride this being hot thing and like be in general hospital or whatever. And it was like, Nope, she just stopped acting and went into, like, doing hardcore stunts. Oh, yep. She's, like, in, like, 30 or 40 movies. Oh, really? She's, like, oh, she's been in, she was in Spider-Man 2. She's been, like, a, a stunt person in, like, shit tons of movies. I was, like, She was oh. Spider-Man 2? She was Spider-Man as well. Nice. Yes, she was the, <laughs> she was the other one. Yeah, so she's been in a bunch of shit, oh, and cool. she's really good. I liked her. I liked her a lot. Um, okay, so... But yeah, we meet Kristen, who also doesn't seem crazy, because we find out he... I thought he was a fucking orderly. <laughs> He's yeah. dressed like a nurse. Yeah. Uh, he tells her that he was a demolitions expert in special ops. Yes, in and, some, uh, some kinda war. And kind of stuck. Yeah. Because he had an incident where he kind of blew something up. Yeah. And my lawyer said I could just, uh, you know, get two months in here as opposed to six months in the pen. Mm-hmm. So... Yep. And he's this like debonair, charming, almost James Bondish kind yeah, of. Yeah, he figure. really is. And uh, he's good. He's good. He's good people. Uh, and then we find out that uh, that Nurse Kiger is a jerk, and she tortures people on yep. the ISO ward. Yes. And so we hear we hear stories about her being like a monster who's like torturing people just for kicks. Uh, okay. And so Jane hears the bells chiming and she sees Dr. Dead Pit out on the, out on the grounds again. Michael Myersing. She's yeah, he's, he's out Michael Myersing. <laughs> and then they all see the crazy nun. There's this, there's the nightmare on Elm street nun who's totally mental. And she's like flipping out on the, on the grounds. Looks like she's just completely losing it. Um, yeah. This and movie has so much nightmare on Elm street. It does. To it. And and they all make fun of her. Like you're you're supposed to think of Chris as this like really relatable, like really yeah. and then he's like bullying this fucking mentally ill nun. Yeah. You're like, hmm. Okay. Like, hey, praying hard enough out there, Bob. What, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't remember like, what he hey, says, but yeah. That you really <laughs> that may not be the, the nicest character trait to put in one of your main characters. No. Um but we cut up we cut back to uh to Jane. She's coming out of a dream again. Uh, she's wearing that 80s pinup thing that she wears through half this thing. It's just like a cutoff half shirt it's and underwear. It's so ridiculous because everybody else is in gowns. Everyone else has clothes on. <laughs> and they're like, nobody says shit. They're nope. just like, she's just wandering around nearly naked. And everyone's right, like, gown for you, gown for you, gown you. for you. Tight tank top and French cut bikini bottom. Here you go. Next gown. <laughs> You're in the white snake ward. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Uh, this is oh shit yeah and this is her actually this is her dream that she has here where she's running through that hall and they do the the super cool um what is it called dolly zoom oh the push pull there yeah where it's like the stretches the whole thing like like in jaws or like vertigo or whatever um that was pretty cool looking um and then she's then we cut to her up in she she magically appears in the iso ward and Nurse Krieger... In a straitjacket and just underpants. 
No, this is the one where she's being oh. sprayed. Oh, yes, yes, yes. This, this, is, the this is the gratuitous topless this, scene. This is a let's put boobs in this scene. <laughs> yes, she's being wet t-shirt tortured. It's a uh, Nurse Rygar is great, though, in the cackling and laughing. <laughs> I thought that was cool. I'm going to yeah, go her, with Nurse Rygar. That, one of my favorite video yeah, games from the she's 80s. She's got this cool like yo-yo chain <laughs> weapon. Uh, but yeah, we cut to Nurse Rygar, and she's just spraying... Um, uh, Jane with a fire hose and cackling madly and it's like a wet t-shirt scene but then all of a sudden the pose is so strong that it just rips the t-shirt off so yes and so we just watch boobs getting sprayed by water for 30 seconds but there was a there was a bit to that at the end where it looked like her face ripped open yes which, at the end her face got cut and that's what woke her up Shock. yeah that looked really cool it did I liked a, a lot of the gore effects in this movie are fantastic yeah it's good there's a lot of makeup lines but again it's that analog to digital thing uh, it's super true I was watching this on tape and I was like man these zombies look all oh, damn great. it and then I watched it on Prime and, and I noticed things that I did not notice when I was watching such it. a bummer it's gotta suck to like look back at stuff that you did as a makeup artist and be like it's not my fault. I was doing this for a different format. Like I no one nobody could have expected that you were going to take any of these movies and make them high quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's too bad. But either way, I still think it looks great. I I still think even yeah. with even with the digital very, very stuff it still looks great. Yep. Um Okay, so uh Weird Hands grabs his eyeball poker. One scene. Uh, and then the two worst actors in the entire movie have a scene together, which is great. The uh, nurse, what's her name? Robin. Oh, nurse Robin and the orderly. And the orderly. Yeah. Where they just have like, oh, just sub, sub, sub high school play acting. Hey, working overtime again? Yeah, overtime. More money. More money for me. I promised myself a trip to New Orleans in the fall. <laughs> All right, go get it. Yeah. It's, it, it's rough. Uh, and then uh, Weird Hands puts on some gloves. Yeah, Weird Hands is uh, Weird Hands is the Doctor Dead Pit. He is broken out. He is in a supply closet on the East Wing, uh, stocking up. Yes, on Doctor Dead Pit goodies. Yes, like scalpels and gloves, and is putting his stupid <laughs> ring back on that we never find out what that ring is. It has, and no it has purpose. something to do with the ending. But we're not going to be told Something. anything about it whatsoever. Yep. Um, and so one of the things about this uh, is I think I think they put the gloves on him so that they don't have to do that makeup on his hands. Oh, yeah. Because he's got ultra complex, like really good looking makeup on his hands. Yep. And, and, and it comes to sharp pointed yellow fingers. Yeah. And so too. I think they probably were like, hey, you know, we could save off fuck ton of time if and you just, doctors wear gloves. Doctors wear gloves. <laughs> and they're like, sure, just put gloves got on it. him. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> Uh yeah, but it still looks cool and it's still it's it's a creepy it's a creepy effect and it's a creepy look. Um, so then Robin goes on her rounds, right? Are we oh, at this, this point? No, we're at we're at the. Uh, oh, is that the one? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Robin goes on her rounds. Robin walks a lot. She does. She walks down a hallway and she looks into a room and she walks down some other hallways. And then Jane wanders to the bathroom in her underwear. Problem here. And so she's leaving her, she leaves her room, goes to the bathroom. Apparently the mental home, their doors are just unlocked. Yep. And all of these people, like, uh, granted Jane is, I don't know if they have exceptions, like, there's some nutters on that floor. Yeah, there are some people who... Jane is, like, nicely Mm self-adjusted, 
but men room. But like at the same time, is this just like bad dreams where anybody could just leave their room at the mental home at any time to go to the yeah, just go wherever you feel community like. bathroom even like yeah, weird. But uh, so unfortunately, so Doctor Dead Pit doesn't find her in in her room, and so he just he finds Robin instead, mm-hmm. and then eyeball gouges her with yep. his eyeball gouger. Um. <laughs> He loves that thing. <laughs> he does. It's it's kind of his move. Uh, and now it's, uh, and he brings her body back to the cellar for whatever the thing is he's going to do. Now it's hypnosis time. Before hypnosis, here's another deal. Hmm. All the, the hospital and the dead pit are in two separate buildings. Yes. So you're telling me, I mean, I guess it's late at night. There's not many people. But sure. Dr. Dead Pit stabbed this girl in the eyeball, throws her over his shoulder, and then walks for a good 10 minutes while pouring blood all over the ground and nobody's going to pick up on this trail. I, I there's a lot of problems with this hospital. <laughs> there's there's a lot of problems with this hospital. Um but yeah. Yes. <laughs> this, okay. There's a huge problem near the end in the third <laughs> oh, act. Oh yeah. Here. Uh so yeah, we have the hypnosis session where we find out that Sarah's name is I mean, uh, Jane's name is, is Sarah. Sarah. She finds out she was Sarah and that she was taken by possibly her dad yes and yeah and then you guys figure out who her dad is well yeah exactly that's the thing is that they have at the end they pretend like like this is a surprise this is gonna be a cool twist this is a twist and it's like dude no shit we knew the second you said that the dad was a threat and this is the only other threat in the fucking movie we, you know, this isn't Hitchcock. We Oof. didn't think that you were like red herring us with this thing. Yep. It's fucking obvious, <laughs> but whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a, it's a shitty eighties direct to video zombie movie. I'm not, <laughs> there's not a lot of analysis that needs to go into no. this. Um, but so she's like, Oh, I need to leave. I have a sense of danger here. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, no, 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 you don't. You have to stay. <laughs> Suck it. And so one of the patients goes code red while they're talking and he's got one of the orderlies up against a wall with a scalpel at his mm-hmm. neck. And we met this guy earlier. His name's Bud. And he was just a super nice guy. Yes. He's, meek, he's just a chain meek, smoker. Timid. Yep. And now he's going crazy. And I love that. I love that. Um, they have time limits to get out of there, too, because Christian's like yelling at him, yelling at Buddy, you know, and he's just like. Yo, you're out of here in two months. Why are you blowing it, man? Like, yep. Oh, yep. In two months, he's not crazy anymore. In two months, he's He's, he's going to be fine. He's, he's good. <laughs> in some cases, there's like, like, uh, due to like am high when that was going on, mm-hmm. there were times when it was just like, it doesn't matter. You have six months, period. Really? It's like, you got six months. All we right, can't so afford to keep you any longer. Maybe it's not a flaw. So that know. might not, that just might just, just so be funny. one of those things like, where they yeah. were like, if you're not better, I don't know what no to tell well. you. We've only got this much money. Um, so, okay. Let's see. Oh, yeah. So, uh, he, yeah, he says that he's going to stab him in the brain, which I thought was an interesting choice of words. Yeah. Uh, they they subdue him. They subdue the him. The orderly beats up on Buddy, and yep. Dr. Shaw comes in and says, stop it. <laughs> yep. They drag him off to the ISO, ISO ward, where all the bad things happen. Because they're isolated and nobody can see him. It's true. And (laughs) Dr. Dead Pit visits him. Again. Yes. He's the ISO ward stalker. Yeah, he is. Uh, So he goes to the, uh, he goes there and says, and Buddy says, 
he doesn't want to have to think anymore <laughs> to him, which is a bad person to say that to. Yeah. And so obviously something bad happens. Uh, we see what we see is the patient. We see Buddy run off, right? We see him yes, he run sets, away. He sets Buddy off into the woods. Okay. Or, or the other orderly chases after him. Sure. And then they go on this giant ass uh, chase. Big long chase. Like, I don't, was this to get that doctor out of the building so he could do something else? Uh, but it doesn't seem like because he comes, he comes into the other building afterwards, doesn't he? Yeah, I don't know. So there's this giant chase between Buddy in a straitjacket in the orderly. And granted, it's a cool, uh, it's well shot chase yeah, in this abandoned fun. building. Um, there's one funny part where, yeah, I love how he gets to the, um, Buddy locks himself in the dentistry room in the abandoned building. Yes. And the orderly is like, oh, the door's locked. Uh, uh. He doesn't kick the door or anything. No. He runs over and starts breaking a window very slowly. And then once he breaks all that window, he doesn't just climb through it. He like reaches in to open (sighs) the window to then climb through it, even though the window was pretty much the same size. Yeah, pretty much broken. Yep. Uh, in there, he finds Buddy is dead in a chair, and he's like, Whoa, With a drill shit, stuck with a in his eye. Dentist drill in his eye. And he goes to run away. But instead of running to the door in the dentist's office and just unlocking that from the <laughs> other side, running out, he goes and slowly ass crawls through that window again. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, so uh, this part was interesting. What happened here? <laughs> so, Dr. Deadpit shows up. Mm hmm. And he's wearing a straight jacket. Is that correct? I'm 90% sure he was wearing a straight jacket that he had the arms in front of him and the, 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 uh, the strap that holds the two arms together. He used it to choke the, the guy to death. Oh, is that what he did? Yeah. I think he, he had a straight jacket choked him with the, the bar on it. For some reason he was just wearing it. He He magicked it off buddy for some reason. Yeah, whatever. Exactly. (laughs) Something like that. And so, and again, Jane wakes up sweaty and crazy, wearing her sexy 80s white snake <laughs> outfit. She and sees Dr. Deadpit on the lawn again, and he says, I'm the I'm head surgeon here, throws a head at her window. <laughs> winder. Winder. <laughs> right up at her window. I love this scene. <laughs> I'm okay. the head surgeon here, and he chucks a head. That's brilliant. Hold the that phone. That works for me. Were he, th- for me... For me, that would have had to have been another surgeon from the building for that joke to work. Where he was like, no, I'm the head surgeon uh, here. Okay, yeah. As opposed to, he was just an orderly. That The head surgeon, you're just saying it apropos of nothing. True. I don't feel, I don't you're feel like it it's, not work for me. I don't feel like it's earned, Fuck is what you. I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think it's earned. No, the I'm last one is earned. Yes. So I'll give you I'll give you his second quip of the movie, second and final quip of the movie. Uh, but yeah, this uh, I still like the line. It, it, we yeah. were talking about this before. This movie seems strange, almost like it's uh, another it's another Nightmare on Elm Street coincidence. Uh, it feels like a lot of Nightmare on Elm Street shit was shot afterwards and, it, and, and it, crammed into it because they like, thought yeah, it would sell better. We're gonna have the doctor make jokes and stuff now. Yeah, I don't think he made jokes in the beginning. I feel like they they could have shot this entire movie and then also, just shot on the on the lawn and been like, okay, make two jokes. I also wonder if that's why the doctor wears the face mask a lot for overdubbing. Oh, I'm sure, that would be, be like, super helpful. Because he didn't have any reason to like have a disfigured face or anything, which he did in the end. It was kind of like disfigured, but we just because it's cool, he didn't need it to be. Yeah. No, no. 
But it was just like, oh, if we just put the mask on, we can write tons of jokes and posts and just make him say anything. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to hear more about this movie. But they only get like three jokes in the whole damn thing, maybe. Two or three? 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 Is it three? Is it just two? I thought it was two. It was the brain one and that one. But it's totally like uh, Dr. Giggles or Freddy Krueger or any of those, or even yep. Chucky. Just those yeah. m- joke-making, those horror joke-making kind of one-liners. Yeah. It's like they were trying to build up a franchise or something, but then just... Or thought that they could. Yeah, it's it, which is very strange because you would think that if they were trying to build a franchise, they would have given him a name. You know, like they would have had he would have been called Doctor Fucking Dead Pit for God's sake, like yeah, something or, or Ramsey or make that more pronounced. Like Doc- I saw Ramsey, I saw Ramsey. Right, exactly. Freddy, shove that name in there. Freddy Krueger yep. is not a not a name that flows or gives you any kind of indication of who he is. Colin Ramsey could have really been somebody. <sighs> Maybe he it definitely has a Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger yeah. flow to the name. Yep. No, I agree. Um, but they're not. But they're not. Everything's flows like that. Yeah. Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Colin Ramsey, Michael Myers, Michael Myers. Yeah. yeah Colin could have been one of them. I think so. I think they should have. I think they should have pushed it harder. Um, okay, so we're back to therapy now, and we're doing the hypnosis again. Yeah. And she describes that she saw Doctor Dead Pit. And she describes him to a T and then mentions the bullet hole and the doctor's like, oh, shit. (laughs) I knew a guy like that and I put a bullet hole in his head. (laughs) This is a real coincidence. And so. Is this a possession scene? Yeah. And he he was like, well, I got to get her out of this. And then she starts speaking in the doctor's voice. Yep. She starts speaking in Dr. Dead Pitt's voice. Who says, uh, did I even write it down? Uh, he basically says that I'm gonna, back. You can't yeah. stop me. I'm doing things. Blah, 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 right. <laughs> he kicks. He kicks her out of the, the the swan. Kicks her out of the room and is like, "You get out of here, you uh, nurse. Make sure she gets a bunch of Thorazine yeah, tonight. Dope her up big time. Dope I'm her gonna up sit real here good. and drink this tequila. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit here and drink this iced tea out of a <laughs> out of a whiskey bottle. Um, and so, so Jane goes to Chris to get him to help her escape. Because she knows that they're not going to let her out ever yep. at this point. Uh, and he, she tells him about the surgeon, and he's like, I don't believe you. You're a crazy person. And she's like, no, you have to believe me. I'm really pretty. And he's like, well, you are really pretty. I guess I believe I you. I guess man. I believe you. And he's like, but I don't believe you enough to really trust you. We're going to have to go over to the other building, search it. And if I see an evil doctor who has supernatural powers <laughs> who kills me, then I'll believe you and I'll help you break out. Yep. Which is a brilliant plan. Um, and so... So Chris tells her not to swallow the Thorazine, right. not to swallow her pills that night, and she doesn't. And then somehow he just leaves his room and opens up hers and they <laughs> yeah. meet up in this he's, locked facility. He's pried part of his bed off. A big, Just like you saw in the prison break movies. Yeah, big heavy metal bar, and he uses it to to pry to a lock, everything to pry a lock off the door. Here's another problem I have: so what? noisy. Oh, so noisy! So they sneak past the other guard, like mm-hmm. underneath the cabinet, like a Scooby Doo cartoon. Yup. <laughs> Bring that back into every podcast we do, yeah, please. Um, there's so doom, much Scooby Doo in this. Doom, doom, doom. Yeah. Uh, they get to the door, and it's like. Every door is just normally locked there, but this door has this big gaudy padlock yep. on it. Why? <laughs> no idea. It, the thing is, it's an emergency exit too. That's what so I'm saying. Like, like, there's no reason for not that even, padlock to be inside. No. They have a door with a lock right on it. <laughs> yeah, no clue. But either way, it is there, and they try it's to pry it off. It's there for Kristen to get caught. 
Yeah, so that he makes a bunch of noise with it. The Finally, the orderly hears, and he grabs he, him just as he breaks the lock. Yep. And then uh, Sarah runs away. Yes. And he doesn't even care about her. Or, like, sends out the call that there's another one missing. He just, like, brings Chris back to the cell. I don't think he saw her. I thought he did. Oh, didn't he? Did he not? I feel like he <laughs> didn't see that she was there. I think that she ducked around the corner and was up against the wall while he was being taken away. Oh, I thought, I thought he saw both. He would have saw both of them. Yeah. Okay, here's my next question. Why does she go to this building? Yeah, to... Yeah. To what? To show Christian the Yeah, stuff, that's funny because he's not the... there anymore, so it's not going to work. And her, she knows. And all <laughs> she wants to do is break out. Why doesn't she just run? Because she's got to finish the job. What the fuck? No, she doesn't. She doesn't <laughs> even know what the job is. Uh, okay. I'll so def- I'll d- I'm, I'm the dead pit defender. Good. Okay. <laughs> so they the, call me. The nurse, uh, what's her name? Rygar. No, no, no. The oh, other Robin. One, the one who was killed. Yep. She's she's giggling and leading her around That's the abandoned right. facility. Uh, and and as she's going through, she's flashing to things that the patients have seen. She's experiencing the torture and whatever else that happened to them through their eyes. She touches a straight jacket and she sees what happened to the person who was wearing it. Um, and she finally meets the surgeon. And he's... Okay. Whose body is he holding? In this scene. Oh, God. You don't know, do you? No. I don't either. Okay, so it looks just like her. Okay. So I thought it was, like, supposed to be her? Maybe? But he mentions, he was like, I took your memory. Nurse Robbins wasn't so cooperative, and he drops a corpse. But he does not drop Robbins' corpse. Hmm. Maybe he's just doing that thing like the head doctor again, where he's just, he's got a line. But it doesn't make sense. No. That doesn't even, if that was, <laughs> if that was one of their joke lines, that's rough. That's rough. Um, so he drops the corpse. But she wasn't so cooperative. That's not Robin. That's a janitor. Shh. <laughs> Quiet, you. <laughs> yeah, that, that would make sense. Yeah. Uh, so the doctor chases her through like shit tons of Dutch angles and uh, stuff. And more like, chases. Yeah, more chases. So much chases. chasing. Um, she cuts herself on that same fucking window that everybody seems to be cutting Why themselves Why does everybody on. want to go to the fucking dentist in this movie? Everybody loves it. Uh, <laughs> now they chase him downstairs onto the lawn. And then he says another, he has another line that could have been a quip, but instead it makes no sense. Did he say, you're going to be my nurse? You're going to be my little secret. Little, okay, I thought he said nurse. What the fuck does that mean? That even makes less sense than you're going to be my so nurse. So much less she's sense. she's not even medically trained. We, we think. <laughs> she doesn't you're know. going to be my little secret. I mean, he, he does secret her away in the basement and ties her to the table and does not... Okay. I am so surprised that she is wearing clothes and she is tied to the table. Shocker. Absolute <laughs> shocker. Uh, I, so... Now that I now that I think about it, this makes sense. If they had said something about him having an evil master, or he was doing this for the devil, or for Cthulhu, or for whatever Narlthotep, or like, whatever, you need to kill everybody. But I'm going to keep you alive because exactly, you'll be my little secret. Sense. Yeah, because I want one for myself. Yep, you know, and I want you to you can stay down here, and I won't kill you, even though I'm supposed to. Even though my master says I'm supposed to kill everybody. That would have made sense, but they didn't point to any of that stuff. We didn't get anything to tell us that. I feel like there was a much bigger story. Yes, here absolutely. That, there, there's a cult. Chopped to hell. There is a cult story yes, in this that is missing. Completely butchered out. And I think maybe it was butchered out 
to make it more Nightmare on Elm Street. I think that more dream sequences were added and more and cult stuff was taken out I think because they have, thought it would sell better. I think it may have also been butchered out because I, I wonder if this suffered from the same thing that Forever Evil did, where they made like a two and a half hour, three hour Whoa. long movie. I and could see like, that with this director. With this, yeah. I could see it. And they were just like, dude, nope, nobody wants to watch a two and a half hour dead pit. <laughs> all of his other movies are fucking three hours long, too. Oh, yeah. And they're all really boring and stupid. Virtuosity. One more, man. It's cool. One more. Oh, my God. And this... This director lost his career because he became obsessed with virtual reality, right? That's got to be it. Oh, I don't know. Like, his last two giant bombs that he made were Lawnmower Man and Virtuosity. And they, they were, were both, both cool, though. But they were both, like, crazy cyber yeah. whatever. They both bombed, though. They both made gotcha. no... I don't... Actually... I've just never seen a maybe movie... Maybe Lawnmower Man didn't bomb. Yeah, and it also follows the book better than any movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Yeah, that movie would have been so much better if it followed the book and it was just a fat dude eating <laughs> eating a mole. Yeah, naked. I would have been like... With green pubes. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> just what we needed. How will we add virtual reality to that? Don't. Executive sniffs <laughs> a rail of coke. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, so... So Sarah's locked up, chained yep. up in the basement, and then for some reason, uh, all the dead start rising out of the pit. That's that's his plan. He's like he's like everybody out, and he just like and they do. They uh, all go out, and he's like, I gotta go out too. Sorry, honey, I'll be back. I'll be back. What are you doing? Going for some fucking bread and milk? Like <laughs> we don't know. They that's have, the problem I have with this movie. That's uh, we don't know why this doctor is doing any of this. Yeah, if they had just are dropped. you taking over the hospital? No, you're just fucking shit up. Yeah, there's no. Like, we need to bring back enough corpses to fill the dead pit, and then Cthulhu will rise. Yeah. Or who fucking cares? Just something. Just one thing. Satan will possess the body of the first virgin that I find. Yeah. Where, do you fucking just name Anything. something. It takes <laughs> I'm one easy sentence. To <laughs> it takes one sentence, and they didn't give us anything. But either way. Either way, all the, all the. All the I don't even know if he beckons them or they just wake up on their own or but they just start and then he follows them out and he's like I gotta go bye ta -ta. <laughs> and now Chris pretends to be sick beats up the orderly with that amazing bed slat that <laughs> he, he beats has. up so many people and so many zombies with this one slat of bed frame yeah it's real quality bed yeah um, and he escapes we've got and the person he knocks out has the most beautiful mullet. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. like, you go, boy. Yeah, it was majestic. So the zombies come out, and the first thing they see is some cops doing bad donut shtick. I love this part. These cops are just like, hey, man, have you been to Universal Donut? Oh, yeah, man, I like Comet Donut better. Comet Donut's got, like, chocolate. Like, it's I like the ones with the little brown crunch on the top. It's like the worst improv about donuts yeah, ever. So and meanwhile, while they're talking, there's a horde of zombies coming that there's no way they wouldn't be able to see. And the zombies just walk by them. And you're like, okay. I, but then all of a sudden they come back into frame and start absolutely. eating the cops. 1,000% played for comedy. And it works. Like, they, yeah. they did it right. It was funny. Uh, the way that they're, like, talking and the zombies come across frame. It was unexpected because yeah. the rest of this movie has such a, like, flat, sad, like, upsetting tone. And then this is like, wait, but just a fucking, like, Saturday Night Live sketch just passed through here for yeah. some fucking reason. <laughs> Um, and that was fun. I yeah. liked it. So we get these cops get killed for no reason. And Tears their brains out. Oh, yeah. These guys love the brains. They, but what do they do with them? Nothing. 
They play with them. They play with them. <laughs> it's like they just want the brains to play with. It's like koosh balls for zombies. Even um, what's her nuts? Sarah calls that out later on. And <laughs> when she sees all the what? zombies in the cafeteria playing with the bridge, she's like, oh my god, what are they doing with them? <laughs> They're brains. Nothing. Nothing. They're not doing anything. And it's like, them. ooh, this looks like a brain. <laughs> so Chris is attacked by zombie bud, right? That's that's here. Yeah. Nurse Nurse Kringle Krugel Craig. Craig, Craig, Rygar. Rygar. She forgot her yo-yo weapon, so she gets taken out by Robin in the bathroom. Yes, she uh, hears the crazed laughter and then follows, goes to Nurse Robin, who kills her. Uh, that cool. I like that shot. Yeah, of Robin walking forward in the bathroom. Yeah, she she touches Kragar on the head to death. She just yeah. puts her fingers on her, on her head and she screams and dies. She crushes it. Oh, totally. That's what bro. happens. I use my imagination. For bro, that she's one. totally crushing it. She crushed it. Uh, <laughs> Later on, when they find Robin, we don't even see the body of Nurse Rygar again. It's like it vanished. This is, oh, maybe the doctor, Dead Pit, picked it up and carried it a mile. Okay, so the, the next scene is Dr. Swan, who goes looking for Nurse Krygar and finds her holding her own brain in a blood-soaked room. Yep. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I like how she still operates with no brain. Nah, she's good, people. It's, I mean, like the doctor said, it's the clock that wears us out or some dumb oh, shit. Oh, so that's like why that. we don't see Rygar back in the bathroom. Because she was in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ah! Okay. Everything in this movie makes sense now. Perfect. Um, and also, I would like to, I'd like to do a real important shout out to whoever the actress was in this zombie posse that decided that one titty out. One boob should fall out. Yes, yes. <laughs> she was like, I have a character choice, guys. I think that my titty would be out. Is that <laughs> you think so? I think I think it would be. I think I I think I'm the Brett, kind. You cool with this? I I'm going with this. I'd be the kind of zombie that one boob would be totally exposed. Okay, I'm one, I'm one boob zombie coming up. Yeah. <laughs> to her credit, I totally remember it. I was like, really? Huh? She's going down with the zombie in the residence T-shirt from Demon World. Yeah, Warfare. totally. We got, we got that zombie. We got the one boob zombie. Yeah, awesome. I'm gonna start my own zombie trading cards, like the unique zombies. <laughs> Best you see zombies. Movies. Yeah. Yeah. The, the eats a bug zombie from Night of the Living Dead. Yep. Oh, so good. Uh, part two of Return of the Living Dead: The Zombie in the Michael Jackson costume. Yes. Uh, yeah. So many good ones. All right. So fight, fight, fight. Run, run, run. They run back to Swan's office and Swan talks. Problem with this scene. Here, I have one too. All right, <laughs> you can go first. Here's the first thing he says. He finally is like, okay, I'll tell you. Hadn't thought about this in 20 years. You, you, really? Uh, hold on. There's a fucking pit of corpses right next to where you work. You shot a dude in the head. And he'd been experimenting on everything. It's right next to your office. Like, you can and, see it from and, your window. And that funk smell never even drifted up in the summertime. Nothing. <laughs> That's what the formaldehyde was for. Oh. And, and he's just like, but I would have thought of that. I would have thought a lot about that. <laughs> I think the idea is that, that they're, they're insinuating that that was one 50-gallon drum of formaldehyde that was there. But there were a lot more that he'd brought down. So he dumped... They're underneath all the bodies in the pit. That's why we don't see him. I think it's just pouring formaldehyde <laughs> yeah. into that pit. And it's just a liquid pit of formaldehyde gotcha. that the zombies come out of. So they're perfectly preserved for 20 years. Which is why they aren't like oh, totally desiccated. That makes sense. Everything in this movie makes sense. Totally. Um, so Shaw tells them the story of Ramsey, the doctor who was the most brilliant man he'd ever known. Yep. And But suddenly became twisted. Yes. 
and they took his wife and children away. They yep. say that. Yep. The wife and the children went somewhere else. Where could they have gone? I don't know. Uh, and then we'll he, never find out. He ended up shooting him and yep. hiding the thing. Now, in his titular line, in dead the pit. dead pit. Uh, my problem with this is that we've already told you earlier in the completely non super predictable that Sarah right. is the, the the daughter of Doctor Dead Pit. Yeah, but she, this guy says he took his wife and children away. So does Sarah have a sister or a brother? And if so, why aren't they being targeted in the same way? Or why is that never even brought up? Like, huh? Oh, a minor knows. problem. But who knows at this point? Could be anything. I feel I I kept waiting for like the sister to show up. That's been working with them for a long time now, and be like, oh, we welcomed you back in the fold. You know what I mean? So it's like a family yeah. wool affair, but that never. Ooh, happens. Ooh, that'd be good. Okay, so we hear that the earthquake opened the seal. Whatever, <laughs> which is hilarious. Oh, crack the drywall. Crack the drywall. Uh, uh, and Shaw pulls out a gun. He pulls. He pulls the revolver that he keeps loaded in his unlocked desk drawer in an insane asylum. He was like, "Shit, do I still have this gun? I haven't thought about it in like twenty. Years. I haven't is thought about there? this in twenty years. Of course, <laughs> this guy cannot think about things really well. Also, uh, this is a magic gun that never runs out of. It bullets. does not. Yeah, he does not have any spare bullets, but it just keeps shooting. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Swan makes a run for it. He shoots a bunch of zombies. He opens the door. A bunch of zombies come in. Bam, ah, bam, bam. Takes him out. shoots those and then runs past them. And he's like, I've got to go kill Dr. Dead Pit. Yep. Uh, and, and so they're running. They get out. The, the two, Chris and Jane, yep. get out. And they're in the hallway. And then a zombie starts coming towards them while they're right next to Crazy Nun. Yes. So Crazy Nun is there and she's blessing some holy water. She throws the holy water at the zombie. Zombie melts. This is awesome. Great. Yeah. It's a, it's the effects look good. It's just fun. It's cliche as all get out of the holy water, but yeah, but so, but so cool. Yeah. Any excuse to make a head melt is okay in my book. And they do a good head melty. They focus on it for a while. You see everything melt. It just (laughs) melts forever. I like it because it's not a typical one. Because they also included the like Alka Seltzer like fizz thing. Yeah. Usually it's just the like the heat gun on a wax head and it just melts like Raiders yep. of the Lost Ark kinda kinda look. This one was like there were some layers and there were some like other weird things in it as well that were pretty cool. So they cracked this great idea where they asked this nun like, Ooh, can you bless any water? She's like, Yeah, if God wants it. <laughs> God wants it. He's like, How about that fucking water tower? Because there's this huge water tower right across there. And uh, she's like, yeah. So they formulate this plan that Christian is going to go to the tool shed and build a bomb. Yes. Because that's his shtick. And then, but in order to make that water tower fall, he has to go climb all the way up to the top and plant the bomb near the top of it. Because if you want to make something fall, (laughs) you don't blow out the legs. Yeah, he... They they make some sort of excuse that that's the only way that the bomb's going to work, is that it has to be the support structure up top. Whatever. Okay. It's fine. Fair enough. Movie. And so they're gonna they're gonna dump holy water into the pit and kill all the zombies. Yep. Uh, and she, the crazy nun, had some sort of thing about that too. She had some sort of prophecy talk about how that the 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 pit needs to be purified with the water of the Lord or some shit. So that <laughs> it needs to be cleaned. <laughs> it really does. Well, no, that's what she said. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and so. Uh, now, oh, also, the, the doctor 
fucks up. Tries to shoot him, fails. Yep. Zombies. Well, he doesn't fail at shooting him. Well, he shoots him. The bullets just don't do a damn thing. Right. Dr. Deadpit grabs him, puts him on the table. Yep. And uh, shaves his head, apparently. Yeah. There was a, there's a missing scene where he shaves his head. <laughs> uh, but uh, so uh, my favorite quote of the whole movie don't cut my brain. Yeah. <laughs> so he's stuck in the, he's stuck in there. Dr. Dead Pitt's going to play with his brain. Uh, and he does. Yeah. Quite a bit. And Chris and Jane break into the machine shop. He knows for a fact that there's going to be enough shit to make a bomb. Yep. Including, he's positive of this, fuse. That might be a bridge too far for me. There's and it's an electric shop. There's like twenty. That's what the, the Winorski sign outside clearly yeah. says electric shop. Uh, and also fuse location. It's also where they keep twenty feet of fuse. Enough fuse that he can Climb. get down in time from this huge water tower. Yeah, like a a good ten minute fuse. And then another question I had with that is like, if that fuse was so long, like why wouldn't you just bring that fuse down with you then light it from the bottom? Because you're already down from the... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You and your questions. He doesn't even know how to use a lighter, though, so... That's fair. We'll get to there. (laughs) All right. So... Yeah. Never forgetting my notes again. Oh, yeah. I want to play with you. I'm sorry. Sorry. I wrote Uh, so many. Yeah, the the nun blesses the water tower. What is up with the bag? They fill a trash bag. They fill a trash bag with holy water. For what? Like defense, ghouls on the way. Yeah, freaking girl blows the whole load in one thing. Well, you saw how little holy water it took too. That's true. And then when they get attacked, she's just like, "Oh, here's five gallons." <laughs> yeah, but you know. And he says something after she does that. Like that was for. No, no, no. That he says that was fill in the blank. Some person that he knew, like the zombie, was somebody who had oh. been killed that he knew. It was. I, I thought. I thought he was saying that water was for something. No, no, no. He was like, he didn't want her to use it because he was like, no, we could save this dum-dum who is clearly dead. (laughs) Um, And so, okay. So they take the bomb to the top of the water tower. And for some reason, Jane climbs up the ladder. I know. What was up with that? No clue. No clue. (laughs) And he's like, no, you get back down. You get back down. It's obviously ladder from a hardware store that's not connected to this lighthouse. Also insane. I mean, Why wouldn't tower? there be a ladder on the water tower? It's just a thing that you would have to get up to the top of the damn water tower. Well, there was and there is when it gets up. But if you'll notice, we never see one continuous shot of him climbing from yeah. the bottom to the top. Because once he's once he's closer to the top, it's a solid ladder. Yeah. But when he's climbing on the bottom, it's rickety, Oh, yeah. That is a painting ladder. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So, okay. Um, so he climbs up. Zombies start showing up. And so he's like, no, you get down off the ladder and run. And so she does. She drops the gun because it's a horror movie. And uh, yeah, I think she picks it back up, though, for some reason. Don't recall. It didn't matter either way. It doesn't matter. It's not like the the gun doesn't do anything to the zombies anyway. Um, And so Jane runs and and then the doctor finds her and he says... Dr. Swan wanted me to give you a piece of his mind. And throws his brain. Sure, I'll give you that one. That one works. That one works. I'm okay <laughs> with that one. Uh, he loves making body jokes and throwing. <laughs> yeah, that is that is his shtick. It's cool. That's that's his thing. 
Um, I, just, I wish there was a part where somebody was like hanging off something and he was like, here, let me give you a hand and then just chucked a hand at their face. I, absolutely. You need a leg up. And then oh, yeah. Oh, you took my next one. Yeah. yeah. That was for the job interview. Oh. <laughs> See you're in for an interview. Here's a leg up. <laughs> yeah. I would imagine there's probably a lot of those. Uh, and so... Uh, <laughs> what if he's like, you seem depressed. You should just liver for the moment and throws a liver. Okay. There is... That's where I would be. This is going to turn into this time, time to liver it up, everybody. I, I, yeah. did, I did not write a list of Dr. Deadbit jokes. That's probably for the best. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So Jane finds the sister in the middle of the, in the, middle of the hallway blessing some more water. She's like, oh, runs up to her. She's like, oh, you need to help me. Oh, oh surprise. No, surprise. It turns out that the sister's actually Dr. Deadpit. And uh, and then he reveals. Shocker that yeah. he's the dad after we've like had this established probably three times already. It's like this it's twist. So obvious. This twist has been like revealed literally two other times. But whatever, that's fine. Then he ganks Hellraiser's come to daddy line. Yep. Uh, and then Chris blows himself up. That scene's awesome. <laughs> so Chris, Chris, uh, yeah. So Chris is making the bomb for the light. Uh, I fucking keep calling this thing a lighthouse. No, the water, it is tower. A water tower. It is a water tower. Chris, Chris has the long fuse that he thought was gonna he was gonna be able to get away, but the zombies all climb the ladder. So, but he's up there and it's windy, so he can't light it. And he's just, he's not making a windscreen or anything no, for his lighter. No. He's just flicking it in the wind and going, oh, crap. To crap. be fair, he did just get out of a mental institution. You've got to give him a break. But he's not crazy. He's fair. a demolition expert. You're not going to tell me you're a demo expert. And then you build this whole ass bomb. And then you're just like, oh, shit. Does, does fire work in wind? Does, is that a thing? <laughs> also, you're a demolitions expert and you're going to use a fuse. Like, I would imagine that he probably could have made a remote trigger with things that he found in that... An electric shop. In, in an electric shop. Yeah. That would have been kind of the perfect place. Um, but that's what he does. And then at the end, he realizes that he's not going to be able to get down from this. Nope. Because, so he just let, throws a zombie off the balcony and then just goes... <laughs> yep. Blows it up. And then all of the water does pour down and purifies the dead pit. And our it's totally like a Toho movie. Oh, we get straight up models of it's everything, awesome. and water is pouring through them, and uh, yeah, it's awesome. It's fun. <laughs> it's you know, it's it's that whole thing where and they don't they don't change the viscosity of the water or anything. No, so not it, at it all. Looks, so it looks just like regular sized water. Like going you're pouring water yeah. into a dollhouse window. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, so, but that makes all the zombies go away, kind of, and it makes Doctor Deadpool just start Do melting before. Yeah. Like, he didn't even need to get water on him. Yeah, once, he, once that pit got flooded, uh, he for just, some reason? Yeah, he just starts melting and desiccating, and like I guess, his head caves in, and he looks like an old rotten peanut. I guess their powers are connected to this pit, because... Magic. We're never told. Yeah, we don't, we don't, know, the, we don't know the magic stuff. I mean, they so. threw water on the other zombies, and that made him melt. Yep. But now they just threw z water on some fucking rocks, and, and it's it like, made that him made him melt. Okay. But it didn't kill him. <laughs> yeah, it did. Well, or oh. <laughs> this fucking ending. So, so the, my favorite. You think the the freaking being hurt kid was predictable? Uh, my favorite part of this, though, right before this, when he's melting, 
she was probably in front of the camera and the director was just like, all right, we're just going to film B-roll for like five minutes, make a bunch of scared faces in different ways. And they keep cutting to reaction shots where she's got a different reaction each time. Ooh, ah, erg. (laughs) Mm, And every time he has a new, a new flash of like weird stuff dripping out of his face, she's like, erg. And she's got like a different facial expression that is upset. To her credit, she does have like five different expressions, but That's it's fucking hilarious. Have you ever watched hilarious a demonic undead doctor's face melt in front of you? I think you do the same thing. Probably the exact <laughs> same set of reactions. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, arg. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> hey, that goop's neat color. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I think that was exactly what she did. And this big surprise ending her eyes light up and she oh no 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 before the eyes light up oh. she she uh, that ring we mentioned earlier oh, yes. they make they make a point of, this is why I think this movie's missing shit because when the doctor finds his rubber gloves in the storeroom there he he puts back on that ring mm-hmm. over that so when he dies and gets all melty she puts on his ring and then she's looking with her eyes closed and I was watching the movie the other night watching this and I'm just like don't be red eyes. Don't be red eyes. Don't be red eyes. Don't be red eyes. She opens her eyes. Yep. It's just like, fuck you, movie. <laughs> anybody saw that coming. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. And so I guess she's the new doctor? Yep. Yep. <laughs> now she's Dr. Rygar. Hooray. No, no, no. Dr. Deadpit. <laughs> Sorry. She's Dr. Deadpit. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. So it just makes no sense. Like, there's no motivation for this doctor of why he's doing that there's no like with, there's no goals with the zombies where they're going to do nope there's no reason for her to like put that ring on she didn't like him right exactly it's not like daddy i'm gonna avenge you and carry on your work she didn't even know him like yeah no and then I when agree. she did know him he was a kind of a jerk because he, he was, was a trying total to kill turd <laughs> yeah you got me on that one too no idea it's just one of those movies where it's like uh and yeah <laughs> the motivations are lacking in every department I can't it's hard pressed to think of another movie that has more less motivation like I think Forever Evil is the the one that has the most less motivation no way that kind of oh no you're right they even summed it up with like the no you're right phone call at the end from the master being like you failed me and the other guy goes falls away like shit you're right no actually that was pretty tight it was just kind of boring yeah um, it was just missing some stuff but yeah no no that was pretty tight motivation this was just bizarre yeah Um, yeah and it's bizarre to see such a well-looking, yeah. capably shot movie be this much of a mess. <laughs> oh, I forgot one other part. Um, when they're trying to break into the abandoned place, uh, when Sarah's on the table and Christian's going to rescue her, Sarah's on the table tied down. The okay. doctor lets all the zombies go, and Christian goes to rescue yeah. Sarah from the table. He never runs into those zombies. No. Or the doctor. No. Nope. Or anything. No. Nope. And then he's just like, boop, I'm with Sarah. Like, did they forget to shoot a scene? Like, I don't recall him ever even taking her off that altar. They're just like, well, I found you. Yeah. How would he have not ran into all of those? There's no way. The, no. I mean, yeah. that's that's why I think there's some giant chunks oh, of missing. There's there's missing scenes everywhere. Yep. But at the end of the day, um, this movie is like a bleak, video nasty type. Like, it reminds me of, it's the most... It's the most like driller killery, like one of those kind of like kind of icky like horror movies, but not really. But not really. But for for a supernatural Friday, not not Friday, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street type mm-hmm. movie, 
this is the most like that, like grindhouse kind of thing. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that's just like in your face ickiness. Yeah. You know, like all the brain stuff and yep. like there's there's little bits of hateful stuff in it. And I feel like it just can't find a tone yeah. where it's got like really hateful parts and then really lighthearted, like making jokes. See, I don't and, think like, it has very many hateful parts, so I don't. Really? I don't find this a very mean-spirited movie. I feel like anytime there's anytime there's like somebody tied to a table in a movie like this, and they're like poking their brain or whatever, like that always feels like nah. that always feels so. It was done to so me. silly. It was pretty fucking silly. That's why, that's why it's like I can't really rate that as. I see what yeah, you're saying. There. No, I see what you mean, but I mean it just it doesn't feel like it ever found a tone. It made no sense though. Yeah. Just like, oh, I'm the Dr. Rose from the grave. Uh, here's a guy that shot me. I'm just going to play with your brain a little bit while my zombies are going out and doing yeah. fuck all. That's it. <laughs> That's really all I needed from this movie was for them to say, this is why I'm doing this. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's all we That's want. That's all movie. I needed. Uh, even even find out why he was doing the thing in the first place. Yeah. I mean, I assume that it no was idea. all tied into the same plot. Where it was like, oh no, we're gonna. I'm I'm putting is, all these bodies in here for a reason. This is the movie where they find like a Necronomicon book yeah. or something like yep. that that explains, and we never get that. And that's such a. It's such like, an. Oh, this easy is what he was scene. doing. He was trying to raise this undead to like start his own ghoul hospital. Yeah, and there's. I want to watch a movie called Ghoul Hospital. <laughs> I also want to watch a movie called Ghoul <laughs> Hospital. I'd also join a rockabilly band called Ghoul Hospital. Yes. Um. Yeah. So either way. Definitely a watchable one. Like I, I've seen it probably four times up to this point. Uh, it's honestly a movie I probably wouldn't have picked for this podcast had I watched it. Right? No, it, it's previously before picking it for this podcast. <laughs> then I was just like, yeah, too late now. Yeah, no, no time to watch not, anything else. We're doing it, this. I think it was good. Um, I, I, I was actually. I'm glad to have watched it in this time because it's such a boring movie that I've never given it any attention. Yep. It's one that I always kind of just gloss over. Again. With good reason, because none of it makes any fucking sense. No. But, but now that I've seen it as a whole, I feel like I at least understand what was going on in the movie as it stands, which I don't think I ever really did up until this point. Mm-hmm. I think in previous watchings of this movie, I never even got like the basic gist of what was going on. Gotcha. So it was cool. I'm, I'm glad I did it. Yep. Pretty awesome. So you guys can follow us at Funbox Monster Podcast on Instagram. And uh, I am at Awkward VHS Fiend. And if you want to tune in, I'm just starting the restoration on that. I made a post about this today. I ripped the face plate off my tape. Uh, I ordered the batteries. I've got to solder a couple wires. And hopefully my little dead pit head will light up again. Awesome. That's very exciting. Nice. So that's... I, I know you want to tune in. And I do. That. Yeah. I think people I, I'm, do. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to you. Oh, my and God. You, and yeah. you and you and you and you and, and you and you uh, and you over there. Nice. Awesome. Well, come see that. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> He's going to burn his house down. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'll talk to you guys later. Peace. Good night. <laughs>